Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us for the first Sunday of 2021 and starting this year right and proper. Um, would you open your Bibles to Romans chapter 8, verse 28? Uh, today we're going to be talking about looking back to move forward. Looking back in order that we move forward. Now, before we can move forward to 2021 and what God has in store for us, uh, we need to look back and see what God has done. Because, you know, how many are glad that 2020 is over with? I know I'm glad. Uh, how many of us just want to move forward to 2021 already and just are so done with 2020? Um, and if you think about 2020, about the tragedies that occurred, the small businesses that have been shut down, the loss of jobs, loss of life. Um, my sister-in-law, who works as a school teacher in California, her co-worker, uh, three of her family died from COVID, and it's pretty tragic. When you think about the tragedies of racial uh, injustice and tension that's occurring in our country, we thought we were here, but we're really not as far as we or as advanced as we thought we were. Uh, if you can think about the tragedy of just the complete eradication of our sense of security in our nation, whether it's uh, physical or um, with our health, financial, our national security, uh, we've gone through so much. But here's the thing that God works especially in the tragedies. Um, a great wise Portuguese pastor, uh, Pastor Wayne Cordero, says that a tragedy is a, is a terrible thing to waste. Let me repeat that. A tragedy is a terrible thing to waste. Why? Because in the tragedy, in those tragedies, God works something. Never lose a tragedy in our life. We have to be able to learn from our tragedies and bad things in life because God is at work and He is doing something. Uh, we sing it all the time, the way maker, right? That He is a way maker. Um, that even when we don't see it, He's working. Even when we don't, we don't feel it, He's working. He never stops. He never stops working, right? And that's who our God is. That in order for us to move forward, we must first learn the lessons that God has intended for us to learn. Uh, if you've heard the phrase, well, I think it's become a fallacy, you know, practice makes perfect. Um, it's actually not true if you think about it, because if you practice the wrong way and you keep practicing the wrong way, you're doing it imperfectly. You know what's true? Perfect practice makes perfect. In other words, when we look back and we kind of debrief and reflect and meditate on the mistakes that we made or what God was working in our life, then we could, we're able to move forward. Let me tell you a story. I learned this the hard way. When I was 21, I wanted to learn the congas and percussion. And it just so happened, I got like the young up-and-comer uh, conga teacher in L.A. that time. And, uh, you know, he charged $75 an hour. Like he played for American Idol, he had his own percussion line, he played congas and tembales for Britney Spears in her concert, Jennifer Lopez, so he was charging $75 an hour. So the first lesson he goes, okay, John, basics. 
you need to learn heel toe heel toe this is palma your palm and this is your dedos your fingers palma dedos and then you just got to learn the basics and you need to get the right tone so in order for you to learn the marcha or the uh, they call it the tumba or the basic rhythm of uh, the congas anyways i was just kind of doing my lessons and you know didn't really practice and a week later he comes up he goes you have the 75 dollars i'm like yes sir i gave him the 75 dollars and guess what he's like okay let's see what you learn he's like you didn't do anything you're practicing the wrong thing your pinky's out you're hitting it softly it needs to be with your palms and i can't teach you anything because you didn't really practice right so here's what we'll do we'll go to tower records you remember tower records i heard the old kahala mall on the second floor that used to be the tower records but we went to tower records and it's like you're not you're not going to waste my time give me my 75 dollars we'll go to a record store and these are the records to buy so it completely wasted my time his time but i learned the importance of learning and learning right well nurse for in order for us to move forward we're going to look at romans 8 28 so let's go ahead and turn our bibles romans 8 28 and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. I got great news for you this morning. I got gospel news. And the good news is this, that if you love God, if you have a, a sincere desire to love and follow and obey and treasure Christ with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And if you're called according to His purpose, that's what it means to be called according to His purpose, is to love God. If you do that, God will work all things. Not most, not some, not few, but all things, including the tragedies in your life. God is going to work for good. You know, I don't know if you have um, New Year's resolutions or bucket list, but one of my bucket lists um, happened twice uh, in the same year, I believe. In 2014, I saw BJ Penn at Costco in Hawaii Kai, and I was fangirling. I'm like, oh, you know, Renee came out. She was in the food court uh, getting pizza, and I just came out from the fat, from Costco warehouse. And I had this big smile on my face, like I saw a ghost or I saw Jesus or something. He goes, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, BJ Penn, he's, he's at Costco. I was like, did you say hi? He's like, no, I'm too shy. But the other time, in October 17, 2014, I met one of my heroes in the faith, Pastor John Piper. Now, his books, two books especially, when I was early in college, Don't Waste Your Life, really lit a fire in me to make my life count for the gospel. And the second one is Desiring God. It really um, helped me develop a paradigm of spiritual formation through Christian hedonism, which means that um, finding my desire and my joy and treasure in Christ. And anyways, uh, October, we see him at Honolulu First Pres in Ko'olau. And here's a picture. Me and him, uh, uh, we approached him. I said, can we take a picture? And he was drinking his water for the glory of God. And uh, as we, we took a picture, but one of his uh, most famous tweets happened in 2012, where he says this, 
that God is always doing 10,000 things in your life and you may be aware of three of them. Let me repeat that. God is always doing 10,000 things in your life. He's always, even when you're sleeping, God is working. And you may be aware of just three of them. And here's the main point for us on moving forward. Would you write this down? Look back to recognize God's work so that you can move forward with confidence. Let me repeat that. Look back and recognize, to recognize God's work in your life. Write that down so that you can move forward with confidence. See, God is doing 10,000 things in your life. And you and I, we must recognize at least one, two, or at least three of God's work in us and through us. In Philippians, it says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Why? Because it is God who works both to will and to work for his good pleasure. God works in us, even in ways when we don't recognize. See, this morning you may find yourself in prison like Apostle Paul, and God may be advancing the gospel among the guards and making the free brothers bold in Philippians 1, 12-14. You may find yourself with a dead brother like Mary and Martha that Jesus could have healed and God may be preparing to show his glory in John 11, 1 through 44. You may find yourself sold into slavery like Joseph, accused falsely of sexual abuse and forgotten in a prison cell. And God may be preparing you to rule a nation, Genesis 37. You may wonder why a loved one is left in unbelief so long like Paul and find out that God is preparing a picture of his patience and a powerful missionary, Galatians 1.15, 1 Timothy 1.12. You may find yourself this morning with a painful thorn in the flesh, and God may be making the power of Christ and His grace more beautiful in your weakness. You may not see it, but God is working even in the things that are unseen. We must come before the Lord and ask, Lord, what are you doing? What are you working in my life? How are you forming my character? You may live in all purity and humility and truth, only to be rejected and killed like Jesus. And God may be making a parable of his son and an extension of his merciful sufferings. You may walk through the famine, be driven from your homeland, lose husband and sons, and be left desolate with one foreign daughter-in-law. And God may be making you an ancestor of a king like Ruth. You may find the best counselor you've ever known giving you foolish advice and God may be preparing the destruction of your enemy, 2 Samuel 7.14. You may be a sexually pure single person, yet be accused of immorality like Mary, but God may be preparing you as a virgin blessing in ways that no one can dream of, Luke 1.35. 
You may not be able to sleep and look in a random book. And God may be preparing to shame your arrogant enemy and rescue a condemned people. In Esther chapter 6, you may be shamed and hurt. And God may be confirming your standing as his child and purifying you for the highest inheritance in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 through 11. See, God works even in the tragedy. God works especially when we go deep into the valleys. When God works, he works in such a way that any impure motives... Any um, feelings that we have about God that may not be right. The feelings that we pursue God for the blessings of God. But until we come before the Lord and surrender to God and recognize His work, that God is doing something. And before we could move forward with confidence, Psalm 23 says, that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and, con and mercies will follow you. If you want to walk with confidence to 2021, come what may, whatever may come my way, you need to look forward to say, this is what God did in 2020. This is how he developed me uh, a time to slow down and realize that he alone is Lord and that I need to Sabbath and rest so that he can work. Maybe God has worked in you the importance of family and relationships. Maybe you've poured hours and hours of overtime, going to the office um, late night of the hours, early morning, and yet neglect your, the relationships with your children, neglect intentionally um, leading your family to Christ. You see, God is at work, and we need to be able to recognize His work for us that we could move forward with confidence in 2021. Titus chapter 2 verse 11 says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Did you guys catch that? That God's grace the, has appeared. The word appear there is epiphany. It's like an epiphany. It's like the lights turn on. God's grace has appeared and has appeared to save us but also to teach us how to live in this world. And do you believe that this morning, that God, God's grace, it instructs you, that the Holy Spirit trains you and mentors you how to live in this world, that the Spirit of, living, of the living God is in you, and he gives you through a still small voice and he works things in your life to forge your character, to lean um, on him and put your dependency and trust in him. So I'm going to have two questions as we wrap this up. I know it's um, first Sunday of the, 
of 2020 of the year and 2021. And I just want to take this time to really reflect before we launch our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And here's what I want us to, uh, two questions that, that I want us to consider and think. One is this, what was the work of God in 2020? What was the work of God in 2020? Recognize what God has done in your heart to develop patience, to forge trust and dependency in Him so that you could rest in Him. What has God done in your relationships? What has God done in your finances? You thought you needed this much, but you learned to be content. What has God done in 2020? Recognize it, name it, call it so that you, you're, you and I could move forward with confidence in 2021. And secondly, answer this question, what am I looking forward to in 2021? Not that we have this unrealistic expectation, but we want to be able to look forward. We want to have a sense of expectancy that God has brought us through tragedy that God has allowed us to go through the valleys in order to prepare us for our next assignment, to prepare us for our next calling, to prepare us for and position us to a greater thing. So recognize what God has done in 2020. Take some time alone this week. If you think about how God reveals himself and how God, especially in scripture, if you look at Moses, Moses was alone when he encountered God in a burning bush. Joshua was alone when he got his commission from God. Isaiah was alone when he received this vision of God in Isaiah chapter 3. Jacob was alone when he wrestled with God and he had a dream. Mary was alone in silence and solitude when the angel appeared to her. Paul was alone in a missionary uh, in, in desert in Arabia for three years to learn in silence and solitude. So be still before God alone this week. Make time before we move forward with our 2021 and our prayers and what we're contending for, what we're believing for. First, look back and recognize the work of God in your life. See His grace, see His hand, see His providence, and how He's led you to this point. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He who began a good work is faithful to perfect it. It's the Lord's zeal that will do this for you. Amen? Amen. Well, let's prepare our hearts uh, for communion. First aspect of communion that we really need to take into account is this aspect of remembrance. Jesus says to do this in remembrance of me. Why remember? Because we're forgetful creatures. Sometimes we forget that we have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Sometimes we forget that God has delivered us time and time again. Sometimes we forget that God has a perfect track record of faithfulness. Sometimes we forget that death has been defeated and resurrection and new life is for you and for me. So re uh, remember the sacrifice that God has done. 
Secondly is be, let's be grateful. Let's have a heart full of gratitude and have that um, eagerness and anticipation and expectancy that God is going to do greater things for 2021 for you and for me. Paul says, For I received from the Lord, which I now deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread, he broke it, gave thanks, and said, This is my body broken for you. Eat of this in remembrance of me. Let's go ahead and pray. God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for this morning. We worship you, Lord, for your broken body. It's through your broken body, Lord God, that we have wholeness, that we have shalom, that we have restoration in mind and body and soul and spirit. So, Father, I pray right now that you would sustain us. You are the bread of life. May we never hunger again. We've tasted, we've seen that the Lord is good. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would give strength and sustenance, that we would know that nothing in this world can satisfy except through you. So, Lord, as we eat this bread, may your spirit fill us with more of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go ahead and eat of the bread. In the same manner, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Drink of this as often as you eat, for as often as you eat of the bread and drink of the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's proclaim the life, the death, and resurrection of Jesus, and let's drink the cup. Amen. Amen. Well, Happy New Year, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us and starting your year right, devoted to Jesus, devoted to fellowship, to worship, to hearing of God's word. Uh, may I encourage you to continue to uh, join us online. And um, next week, we'll be resuming our children's art, our men's, our women's, and our youth services as well. Well, we love you guys. Have an amazing week. Happy New Year.